We're joined on the morning brief by Deb Hutton, former senior advisor to two Ontario premiers. Is there excitement in your household about hockey today? Well, yes, John, but not the whole household, because you may recall my husband is a Boston Bruins fan. Right. And so uh, we, we had been invited to friends during the first round of playoffs. And I said to Tim, are you going to wear your Leafs jersey? And he said, do I have to? And I said, yeah, you do have to, right? We're doing the kids the whole bit. <laughs> he did, and they won. And it was so cute because he and, and the little five-year-old we were visiting both had their Matthews jerseys, and it was great. He has not put it on since. And I said, uh, you know, oh, yeah, well, Friday night, we don't want to go out. The game's on. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But the girls and I are excited. Okay. And, and does Tim have a connection to Boston or is this some sort of a rational obsession with one sporting franchise? <laughs> it's, it's just the team he loved growing up. He watched with his dad and he has been with them ever since. Okay. It's kind of like uh, Siobhan Morris and um, Steve Pakin are obsessed with the Red Sox. And I don't think they have a connection with that city either. Anyway, let's keep moving. <laughs> um, and let's actually start with, um, sorry, I'm just bringing up my, my agenda all over again. I'm and happy to start with insurance, John. Let's start with insurance because <laughs> actually I can't think of anything more bread and butter for people listening right now because this is uh, an annual expense. It's very expensive and we were supposed to be bringing insurance rates down and they continue to soar. Well, I mean, we've talked about it and, and on different shows when I've when I've been on News Talk. We've lost two cars to theft, yeah. one in June last year and one in October, so four months apart. And we knew our insurance would go up. We finally, the first time was not so bad. The second time, insurance wasn't nearly as good getting through things. We had a rental for, for months, which we had to pay for. Finally landed on a new car about a month and a half ago, um, booked a time to go pick it up. And they said, hey, we haven't heard back from your insurance company. Tim called. The insurance company said, oh, they would not insurance insure us. Wow. So not just a high premium, they would not insure us. And I had been with them. I bought my first car, John, in 1990, a little Plymouth Horizon. It was burgundy. It was oh so cute. And I had been with the same insurer since 1990. Almost no claims. I think only one at-fault claim over, what are we talking there, 30-some years, and they would not insure us. Our broker looked and looked and looked all day, came back to me at 4 o'clock. I couldn't go pick up my new car. The insurer came back to me at 4 o'clock that afternoon after busting her butt, the, sorry, the, the broker. Mm-hmm. $3,500 premium annually for one car a $5,000 deductible. Wow. So, you know, anyhow, we went into panic mode. We took it on ourselves. We obviously left the insurer uh, with our house and everything else and moved. And uh, TD Insurance finally came through. I'm still at a $3,000 premium, but at least my deductible's down to $1,000. Can you imagine $5,000 deductible? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're bracing themselves for you guys having a third car stolen. But we have done everything we should. We own yeah. a club. We, you know, we you got the Faraday all of pouch. those things. We had the Faraday pouch, which I told you didn't work on the second car. We actually went to a Faraday box now. Like we have done everything, including the fact that I barely sleep when I hear a noise at night. I run to the window and see, is it about our car? Like, it's just, I, I get that a premium is, is expensive and should reflect what you're doing. But when you've been with an insurer in, I'm having trouble with this word this morning, an insurer since 1990, and they're able to say, nah, sorry, don't yeah. want you anymore. Cause 
the premiums you paid actually had to be paid out. It's just plain wrong. Be interesting to compile how much you paid over those 30 years and see how it worked out for the insurer. Well, I was so mad that day I might have, except I had to spend time finding a new insurer. <laughs> okay. Um, so Toronto police investigated this allegation that a six-year-old child was forcibly confined in a school, and they reported back that they found no evidence, which doesn't mean it didn't happen, but the investigation has not nailed this thing down. Bear in mind, the principal, vice principal, and a teacher have all been on home leave ever since these allegations were made. What's your take? So I said at the time, because there was a lot of, of contrary evidence and, and, you know, you and I and everyone else, unless you're part of the school or part of the incidents, um, can only read what we read, that it just because it happened to a black child didn't make it racist. And the real question was, did some of these things happen? Because I believe there were like more than a dozen complaints the mom had against the school. So for me, it's we should have been looking into it as an incident, not as a racial incident, first and foremost. That seems to be continuing. There is now a Children's Aid Society investigation, and the school board investigation actually has to wait till the Children's Aid Society does its work. Like, And in the meantime, as you said, the, the people involved or allegedly involved are on leave and may have had their careers ruined over this. I get that you and I are both white and we don't understand the same way someone black is and that those uh, in the black community and in those of, uh, of color will say things like it doesn't have to be overt to be racist. But man, like it's just it feels like anything that happens institutionally, meaning in our school boards and with our with our police officers gets labeled as racist when it may have nothing to do with that. And that's the challenge I think we're having as a society, that debate. Here's an interesting case study that poses a dilemma. An educational assistant, so effectively a teacher, I think this is in BC, doesn't really matter the jurisdiction, but it is in Canada. Um, she runs an OnlyFans account. For those people who aren't familiar, that's where you pay money to gain access to an account where somebody will post saucy pictures. Now, it's restricted to people over the age of 18, so none of the kids who she teaches are ever going to see it. However, she seems to be in some trouble over this should she be i'm a bit torn about this one but i think where i come down ultimately is as uh, as my husband would say i left my libertarianism at the door when i had kids <laughs> but I, I i do believe that there are a, a number of sectors in our society that should have some standards to attach to them. I feel very strongly about when police commit crimes and are convicted of crimes that we are not tough enough on them. I do believe if you are a public servant educating our children, there need to be standards, obviously both within the classroom and I would say at large. And so for me, I think I come down on the fact that this is not appropriate. I mean, I don't think news talk, you are in the public domain in a different way, John, than an educational assistant but you are in that public domain. And I don't think Bell News Talk would be very happy if you had this kind of site on the side. I don't think my clients would be very happy either. Well, you know, that's another topic. But <laughs> but I just, I, I really believe that there are certain sectors for which we need to have a higher level of standard in a variety of areas. And, and at the end of the day, for me, this is one of them.
Okay. It's interesting side story to all of this. Years ago, there were some Montreal firefighters who used to be strippers. And the fire department's ruling was, you guys can be strippers if you want, but you can't use any of your uniforms. And, and so they continued to strip, but they didn't play firefighters anymore. See, at least that's a standard. <laughs> Very right? Montreal and you, and you know how you And you know have to, how you have to uphold it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Deb. Good to have you. Have a great day, John. Deb Hutton, former advisor to two Ontario premiers. Now she is in private practice and spends a considerable amount of time offering analysis and opinion right here on News Talk 1010.